Team India start their ICC World Cup campaign in emphatic style. Hello and welcome to the Quince ICC World Cup podcast and I am Abhik Dev. In today's podcast we'll talk about Team India's campaign opener at the ICC World Cup against South Africa. To keep first things first, a big shout out to all those supporting the men in blue because they have pulled off a clinical performance to register a 6 wicket win over the Proteas. I have with me a few of my colleagues and we will discuss a lot of cricket here because we simply love to do that. But first, a recap of what happened in the match. South African captain Faf Duplessis won the toss and decided to bat first. His decision raised a few questions as the South African top order found themselves facing a seething Jaspreet Bumrah who made short work of the two openers Hashim Amla and Quinton de Kock. Leg spinner Yuzvendra Chahal then took over from where Bumrah had left and ripped through the South African middle order. Chahal eventually finished with 4 wickets conceding 51 runs in his 10 overs. Here's what Chahal said about his performance after the match. Uh, obviously it's like a great feeling cuz I'm playing my first match today like uh, and it's a, it's a world cup so I was you know very happy for my performance today. You obviously aisa nahi hai ki main sochta hu usme mai bhai bhi hote hain virat bhai bhi hote hain rohit bhai bhi shikhar bhai to hum baat karte hain ki wicket kaisa chal raha hai to us hisab se main apna fir plan karta hu ki wicket is batsman ye kaisa khel raha hai kya ise gogli pick ho rahi hai slider pick ho rahi hai to us hisab se fir hum apna ball dalte hain Captain Kohli was obviously happy with Chahal's spell and here's what he said about him Chahal ne aake jo game ko badla hai middle overs mein samajhna ki do wicket ke baad bhi middle overs mein wicket lena zaruri hai उनका जो भी ग्राफ्स चेंज हुआ है मैंने पहली बार आरसीबी में देखा तो मुझे यही दिखा कि वो एक एक यंगस्टर है जो आप उसको कभी भी बॉलिंग दोगे वो मना नहीं करता पावर प्ले में भी वो डालेगा सात फील्डर अंदर रख के भी बोलता है मैं डाल दूंगा सो यू नो उसका बिलीफ बहुत ही ज़्यादा हाई है और उसमें क्रिकेट को ले जो सोचने की पावर है वो बहुत ही डिफरेंट है कई लोगों से तो उसको उसको पूरा पता रहता है कि गेम में क्या चल रहा है पिच कैसी है मुझे कैसी बॉलिंग करनी है किसको कैसी पेस से बॉल डालना है तो उसका आई थिंक थिंकिंग पावर जो है वो दूसरों से काफ़ी डिफरेंट है और उसका वो स्ट्रेंथ है आई थिंक उसकी मेंटल जो बिलीफ है उसके पास उसका उसकी वो सबसे बड़ी स्ट्रेंथ है और उसका जितना भी राइज हुआ है उसका सिर्फ क्रेडिट उसको ही जाता है क्योंकि उसने आके सिर्फ दिल से बॉलिंग करी है वो किसी से डरा नहीं रन रोकने की कोशिश नहीं करी वो कहता है मुझे विकटें चाहिए बस एंड आई थिंक वो उसकी सबसे बड़ी स्ट्रेंथ रही है और सारा क्रेडिट जैसे मैंने बोला उसको ही जाना चाहिए कमिंग बैक टू द मैच चाहल एंड बुमराज एक्सप्लॉयट्स लेफ्ट साउथ अफ्रीका रीलिंग एट 89 फॉर 5 एंड देन 135 फॉर 6 हाउएवर सम लेट ऑर्डर रेजिस्टेंस फ्रॉम मॉरिस रबारा एंड पेक्लुक्वायो एंश्योर्ड दैट दे रीच 227 इन 50 ओवर्स मॉरिस टॉप स्कोर विद अ 34 बॉल 42 Coming into bat India got off to a somewhat patchy start as they lost opener Shikhar Dhawan early and were slow to get off the blocks. Skipper Kohli departed soon as well. Pacer Kagiso Rabada was particularly hostile at the beginning and South Africa were a bit unlucky that a few half chances did not go their way. This is exactly what Chris Morris said after the match. In those first five overs things did happen. Now fortunately that didn't land for us. You know it's a that flip of the coin landed on on the indian side unfortunately with with the few few opportunities that that came our ways you know when a ball lands in no man's land like that in the first five overs three times it's quite difficult so um the opportunities were there and like i said unfortunately it didn't, didn't go fast today um we created our chances i thought we bowled really well with the new ball meanwhile rohit sharma went along to score his 23rd one day century and with some solid support in the middle order from kl rahul and ms dhoni india reached the target in the 48th over at the loss of four wickets 
Rohit's unbeaten knock of 122 bagged him the Man of the Match award and according to Kohli, this was his best innings. I think in my opinion this is by far his best uh, ODI innings because of uh, the kind of pressure uh, the first game brings from a World Cup point of view. And then, you know, I know as a batsman when you go in and, you know, a few balls bounce like that, uh, it's not easy to uh, gather yourself again and play in a calm manner. You know, it's a lot of times batsmen tend to sort of hit their way out of the situation, but he was very composed, he was very, uh, I mean, he's played so many games, we expect, um, you know, a, a lot of maturity and a lot of responsibility from someone like him. Okay, now that we're done with the story of the match, let us discuss on some finer details. I have with me Shrida, Anubhav and uh, Sushovan. Uh, so Shrida, I'll start with you. Uh, your thoughts on the match? A perfect start for India uh, since they checked all the boxes? Yeah, I think ticking all the boxes is a good way to put it because it was an all-round effort from the Indian team. Coming to the bowlers first, Bumrah got off to like the perfect start is what you could call it. And then Chahal came in, took those four wickets and literally like handed India the match right then. And then of course, Bhuvi came in, took those two wickets and then Kedar and Hardik shared the workload of those two last 10 overs. And after that, coming to the batting, uh, one of the top three uh, worked for us, which is Rohit Sharma. He scored a century, which is a big positive. If in every Indian match, if one of the top three work for us, then that will be a big positive for the team going forward. And then, of course, uh, the middle order, KL Rahul, looked pretty good at the number four position. MS Dhoni uh, was another big positive that came from the match. They both looked solid. And um, yeah, so they got the work done. Yeah, of course. As Shrida said that as most of the things did go India's way, well, but still there are a couple of points where, uh, you know, we might uh, see that there is a point of rethinking. We might have to, you know, ponder upon a few points. And one of them, of course, I think is Kedar Jadav's lack of match practice. Uh, he, all of us know that he did not play the last few matches for Chennai Super Kings and the IPL. He did not play any of the warm-up games. So, Anubhav, do you think that that might be a point of trouble for India? You know, but there are still eight more league games to go. Uh, hopefully, you qualify and so the semi-finals and finals then. And so, in a situation where India is probably 120 for four or maybe 160 for five and somebody like Akidar Jadav needs to pay, play a handy knock, do you think lack of match practice will affect India? Well, lack of match practice in terms of batting will uh, definitely come into play if Kedar Jadhav comes in that spot as you are saying 120 for 4 or 160 for 5 or maybe even worse can situ situations I mean we have seen India's top order cr crumble in past but uh, if you go by the injury from the injury perspective and point of view well Kedar Jadhav did bowl those 4-5 crucial overs uh, in the middle and uh, he looked uh, pretty fit to me I mean uh, he was able to pitch the ball where he wanted the, uh, wanted to pitch it uh, he was uh, pretty quick in the field as well so from injuries perspe perspective I think Kedar Jadhav uh, has done pretty well Virat, uh, Kedar Jadhav's batting needs to be uh, uh, taken uh, into consideration by Virat Kohli because uh, uh, he he we understand the logic of sending Hardik Pandya ahead of him because he wanted to finish the match quickly. Uh, he didn't want uh, any sort of trouble towards the end and uh, not to create any pressure in those you know last over because once the match goes to last over anything is possible one or two dot balls and match goes uh, uh, for, uh, for the toss so uh, but again I think if if it is possible in the next match if there is a situation where you can have like 10 overs in the middle where Kedar Jadhav can come up I think he should be even be promoted about Dhoni uh, to give him a swing at the bat and uh, that is the only weak spot I think in this Indian batting lineup right now 
So uh, one question I wanted to ask in this regard is: given that Kedar Jadhav didn't bat in the top six, which means he would be he was seen as a number seven batsman. So would you pick him over Ravindra Jadeja in the next match, given that he's a spinning all-rounder? I think India in this World Cup doesn't have a fixed batting lineup. Virat Kohli, uh, 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 I think we have our top three, top four figured out. Uh, that's going to be Rohit, Dhawan, uh, Kohli, and uh, Rahul. And after that, the four, five, six, uh, sorry, the five, six, seven are kind of uh, will be floaters. Again, uh, as per the match situation, when the wickets fall, the number of uh, five, six, and seven will be decided. If uh, wickets fall early, uh, Kedar Jadhav is definitely going to play at number five. If uh, it's at say at the fourth wicket tumbles at say over number thirty, thirty-five, it's definitely going to be Dhoni. And if it tumbles at say forty-five, which will be a great opportunity for India, then definitely it's going to be Hardik Pandya all the way. Right, right, and that's of course uh, is the horses for courses uh, narrative that both Ravi Shastri and Virat Kohli have been speaking of uh, since uh, quite some time, and that is where uh, my next question is to Sushovan that. Uh, so, Shovan, as we saw that the team management preferred Bhuvneshwar Kumar yesterday over Mohammad Shami, and uh, but Mohammad Shami has been in a very good form right since uh, the Australia tour, where uh, he and Bumrah, they were that pair was preferred over Bhuvneshwar Kumar and Jaspreet Bumrah. Uh, also, we saw that you know Bhuvneshwar Kumar couldn't really exploit the uh, initial conditions which were conducive to uh, swing bowling. So, how do you see this decision of the team management? Do you think that this is the correct combination? Well, uh, when I looked at the uh, starting lineup yesterday, I would I will have to admit that I was a little surprised, given the inclusion of uh, Bhuvi over uh, Mohammad Shami. Yeah. Why? Because Mohammad Shami has not just looked in great touch uh, over the last two or three months, moving to the World Cup, but also uh, looking at the pitch yesterday and given his form, he could have maybe he could have uh, succeeded in exploiting the bounce in the pitch right. more effectively, and we have right. seen him do that. And also maybe why they picked Bhuvaneshwar over Shami. Maybe they thought he could perhaps swing the ball more effectively yesterday right. because there was also some swing on offer. But having said that, we saw Bhuvi have a decent bowling where he wasn't wasn't expensive, yeah. but not as effective as Bumra. And mm. then later, of course, we saw Hardik come in. Uh, but moving into the next matches, I will definitely be expecting the Indian team to be giving uh, Shami a chance sooner than than later. Yeah. So ideally, if we are playing two fast bowlers, my choice would be Bumra and and Shami simply because of how he has managed to sort of. Uh, really work well with the the length uh, at which he's bowling, yeah. and these pitches will definitely be more conducive to Shami's um, style of bowling. I would say. Also, do you think there is a case for maybe playing three seamers plus Pandya, and in that case, maybe we are splitting the Kulcha combination? Is that a possibility? You think? Well, given with South Africa, it made sense to play both Kulcha and uh, and uh, sorry, both Kuldeep and uh, Chahal because they have historically troubled South Africans, yeah. and we saw them uh, uh, struggle really in the middle overs and the middle yeah. order, especially did not have too many answers to either Kuldeep or or Chahal. But I don't see them playing together for all the matches, yeah. uh, regardless of their form, because there will be matches where we'll perhaps uh, prefer four seamers. Mm -hmm. In that case, uh, obviously, uh, both Bhuvi and Shami come in. And in that case, uh, if we are playing one full-time spinner, either Chahil or Kuldeep, then we'll have a backup in Akedar Jadav, who we saw yesterday was quite effective and his unusual bowling action can yeah. always you know, be the surprise factor. Okay, now uh, coming over to the South African side, and there is a lot of issues that uh, the South Africans need to sort. They've lost three, all three of their uh, matches, and to start with, Anubhav, uh, uh, I'll first ask your view on Duplessis' decision to bat first yesterday. You know, it was 
slightly overcast conditions when the toss happened and when they started to bat. Do you think it was a risky decision to take on the Indian pace attack with Bumrah in such a good form and on a fresh English pitch? Do you think it was a bad decision? Well, uh, risky definitely and with the power of hindsight, definitely a bad decision. It was it was uh, always understood that uh, you are low on confidence. Uh, so maybe there was this psychological thing operating behind Duplice's decision that, listen, we are low on confidence. Maybe we should not hedge our bets on, on uh, another chase. Yeah. Uh, maybe not come under too much pressure. Let's mm. go out. Let's give, up, give, give ourselves a free swing. Maybe if one or two balls connect, we will be able to uh, score good. But that is not how professional cricket works. I mean, you right. cannot have a cricketing strategy based on maybe and ifs and buts. You have to stick to your strength and your strength right now was your batting order, which meant that you have to have a target on the board and then break it down over by over and chase it down. With uh, After losing Stain, after losing Lungi Angidi, uh, you cannot hope to just uh, score say 250 or 220 odd and then defend it against a star-studded batting lineup of India. Yeah, that, that's 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 absolutely correct. And uh, so last match when against Bangladesh, uh, so when Bangladesh started, you know, motoring along uh, till about 25-30 overs, Jaunty Rhodes tweeted that okay, it's time to panic. And uh, I think Duplessis' decision was pretty much that he panicked because they could not pull off two successive chases. And I think just to change things a bit, he decided to bat first, bat first irrespective of the conditions. But you now talking of the larger perspective, Sushovan, it has now virtually become a knockout tournament for South Africans. Uh, six games left in the league stage. They need to win all six of them. Uh, from here on and so what do you think can be the quick fixes for this side first of course they cannot afford another injury in their side what else uh, so I would say that the most obvious thing that you know we see has gone wrong for South Africa is that when their bowling has clicked their batting hasn't and right. so their batting and bowling together have not sort of helped the team in any of the matches right. against uh, South uh, against Bangladesh we saw them score in excess of uh, 300 yeah. but then they also gave away too many runs and we saw Rabada to be completely ineffective against Bangladesh yeah. he went wicketless whereas yesterday we saw Rabada showing a lot of uh, character in his bowling and really troubling the Indian batsmen for a bit but uh, outside of that their batting really really uh, sort of failed them and also in the middle order uh, is getting runs but the middle order is the part of the team that consolidates the innings for any batting side which they haven't and also yesterday the 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 absence of EB de Villiers is showing because their ability to play spin is also mm. coming into question mm. and the last thing is that uh, uh, the lower batting order, you know, historically we've seen South Africa and something that the commentators were also speaking about yesterday is that the we always saw the lower uh, order of South Africa con always contributing runs and chipping away. Yeah. Um, whereas this team has not seemed to be like that. Yeah, um, they're missing the Klusners and the Pollocks. Right, or Nicky Boye. Yeah, yeah, so that's I think something that South Africa... Uh, will be aware of in that sense and yeah. we saw Rabada score runs yesterday but you mm. cannot rely on Rabada to score 30-40 runs Every and day. a Morris to score 30-40 runs yeah that's true yeah. and you know speaking about Morris I would like to just make a simple point uh, Morris was actually because because of the injuries he was forced to pick this uh, pick the new ball share the new ball uh, with Rabada and uh, people are not talking about that but I think Rabada, uh, Morris impressed in a certain way more than Rabada yeah. and that is what Duplessis also needs to look at I mean 
make the most of the resources that you have available and not hmm. and not dwell on to, uh, to too much on the fact that you your key players are injured morris and rabada gave them an excellent opening i yeah. mean if the team would have been motivated by that and so put their heads and shoulders behind them maybe uh, rabada and morris would have been able to like if there were if there weren't, weren't those dropped catches if uh, uh, they would have uh, shown a lit- little more you know resilience in the field rabada and a morris pair might have dealt that deathly blow to indian team yeah of course i was coming to the point of missed catches because growing up we've always known south africa to be one of the better fielding sides of course the john t roads the harshil gibbs they've been excellent fielders and we saw them drop a couple of catches yesterday so that clearly shows that the team is a bit of bit out of sorts but i think the best thing that can happen to them is that they've got a 5 to 6 day gap before the next match they face west indies after that but uh, we are coming to the end of our podcast but before wrapping up i want shrida to share her view on something that sushovan mentioned briefly and i felt watching yesterday's match how badly is south africa missing that superman called abt <laughs> that's actually a really good point because uh, everyone was complaining about how their bowlers were injured but then it was their batsmen eventually who didn't start off well for the team right and it's interesting you bring that up also because news is coming in that yeah. ab devilers actually had suggested i mean had given the team management had approached the south african team management and said hey i'm willing to come out of my retirement and yeah. i will play the world cup for south africa but apparently according to the cricket info report he, uh, the management said that this not even going to consider it because they feel wow. that it was unfair for the rest <laughs> of the players just to you know but you and i'm sorry but uh, we heard about this report just before starting this podcast and anubhav commented that if they've done this they deserve to be in this situation <laughs> then so yeah shreela you can continue yeah having said that if you just look at uh, yesterday's match the highest scorer was chris morris uh, yeah. coming at at the bottom and um, yeah that just shows that the batting lineup is is probably the batting is where south africa really need to like dig deep and see yeah. what it is that they're doing wrong yeah so well that's all we have from this match but we'll be back with more insights after every india match the next ma- match is on 9th of course against the australians and that is going to be another cracker we hope so thanks for listening and keep tuning on to the quince icc world cup podcast